Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was very wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But, but Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I'll pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Anybody else hear that and then in their heads go, Zacchaeus was a very little man, and a very little man was he. He climbed into the sycamore tree to see what he could see. And when the Saviour passed that way, he looked into the tree and said, Because I'm coming to your house for tea. Very good, everyone. Amazing. Now, don't leave me lonely up here, guys. If you are young or young at heart, if you just fancy stretching your legs, I'd love you to come and be in the front here. We've made extra space this morning for kids and young people to come and be at the front. We've got, we've got a word search. We've got sermon bingo. We've got coloring. And um, I want to talk to you. So please don't be shy. Please come and be here. You can come at any time if you're feeling a little bit nervous, not sure. But there is space here. There's pencils, there's pens, and there's plenty to do. So I would love for you to come and be with us. Right. It is great to be here this morning to talk about this excellent story and to kick off the new series, as Alan said. And um, before we get going, I'm wondering if anyone particularly those who are here, but it could be anyone, would be brave enough to put their hand up and tell me the answer to some questions. So first, my first question is, how do you know if someone is your friend? Can you put your hand up and tell me? If you, how do you know that someone's your friend? You're kind to them and they're kind to you. Nice, yeah. Anyone else? How do you know when someone's your friend? What does being friends look like? What does it mean? Anyone? them you care for them absolutely anything else I love your lipstick that is awesome <laughs> are you gonna be oh we're already best friends look at this you put that down there and then you can do your color in there is that all right any adults what does it mean to be a friend Gillian enjoy spending time with each other enjoy spending time with anyone else Keith I'm like Annika Rice this morning. Being a good, empathic listener. Oh, very, that's very academic. I like that. Okay, right. <laughs> so, brilliant. Before we go any further, let's just pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for this story and about the day that you had tea with Zacchaeus. Would you teach us today what kind of friend you are to each of us and how we can be friends with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, let's go to Jericho. Jericho 
is known as a city of palm trees. And I've got a picture. This is probably not from the time that Jesus was there. It might be more recent, but it is, you get a sense of the trees and it's got natural springs which made it like an oasis of green and the ancient city had massive walls. Fun fact about Jericho, it's the lowest lying city in the world and it's more than 800 feet below sea level. Anyway, Jesus was passing through Jericho. It wasn't where he was going, but he was on his way through. And there was this buzz about him going there and people were coming out to see him pass by. In fact, the Bible says that there was a crowd. And in the first few verses, we find out a, very, a couple of very important facts about Zacchaeus. We find out that firstly, he was the chief tax collector and was wealthy. Now, tax collectors weren't very well liked because they were known for overcharging people on their tax and then keeping that extra money. And Zacchaeus was the one in charge, so he was probably one of the worst, and he probably didn't get to that position without being a little bit corrupt. The second thing um, that we find out about Zacchaeus is that he was short. Now, it might seem a little bit harsh to have put that detail into a Bible or a book that was going to be read by millions of people for the rest of time. And some people do have a complex about their height, but not me, um, because I'm very happy being short, um, because we don't bang our heads, and no one ever asks us to reach anything for them. So it actually works out fine for me. Um, but Zacchaeus, he couldn't see. He's trying to look over the crowd, and he can't see. Does anyone like climbing trees? Put your hand up. Yeah, we've got some good tree climbers in the room. Well, Zacchaeus found a sycamore tree, and we've got a picture of what a sycamore tree. It's quite bushy. We don't know how many leaves it had on it, but you can see that it probably had some good climbing potential. And as Jesus is walking past, Zacchaeus is up in the tree, and Jesus looks up at Zacchaeus in the tree, and he does two really shocking things. Firstly, he calls Zacchaeus by name. Again, I couldn't find a photo of Jesus and Zacchaeus, so this is a painting that someone did. But you get the idea. Zacchaeus is up in the tree, Jesus is walking past, and he calls his name. Now, um, in those days, there wasn't any social media. It might be shocking, but there was no ability to put a face to a name before you met the person. You couldn't, like, look them up on LinkedIn and then go, oh, yes, I recognize them. So Jesus just stopped, looked up, and said Zacchaeus' name. And then the second shocking thing that Jesus did was invite himself around to Zacchaeus' house for tea. Now, Zacchaeus must have been pretty shocked, but that was nothing in comparison to the crowd who were pretty horrified, because in their mind, Zacchaeus was a baddie. And they didn't think that Jesus should be associating with sinners like Zacchaeus. So, what's fascinating about this is Zacchaeus immediately comes down from the tree and the words are that he welcomes Jesus gladly. So, this whole interaction has just played out and it's completely extraordinary. No one was expecting it to happen. Now, we don't know what happened at Zacchaeus' house. We don't know what Jesus said to him or what they had for tea. 
We don't know if they asked each other questions or even if there were other people there. We don't know. But after they've been together at Zacchaeus' house, he stands up and makes this big announcement that he is going to give half of everything he owns to the poor and repay to anyone he has cheated four times over. And Jesus, responding to what Zacchaeus has done, says this, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham, which means this man is also part of God's family. For the Son of Man, which is Jesus, came to seek and to save the lost. Wow, what a great story. I was expecting a few more bingos at that point. <laughs> I feel like I just gave that to you. <laughs> Transformation. Awesome. I must admit that. Missed that in my script. <laughs> oh, what a great story. But what does it mean for you and me today? Now, I think that we can all feel a little bit like Zacchaeus sometimes. We can feel like we're on the edge of a life with Jesus. Maybe we've come along to church out of curiosity. Maybe it's like we're the one sitting up in a tree just observing Jesus or other people that seem to know Jesus a lot better than we do. Maybe we feel a bit judged or disliked by people in our lives. Maybe we know that we have actually done some things wrong. Perhaps we've acted dishonestly like Zacchaeus, or we've hurt or upset other people, and we're wondering if Jesus has a place for us in God's family. Maybe we've known Jesus for a long time, but we haven't made space to meet with him recently. If you can relate to any of those things this morning, then I have got some great news. We are in God's presence right now. So whether we hear it with our ears or we just feel it in our hearts, he calls each one of us by name. The Bible says that God knows us. He knows our hearts and our intentions. It says in the Bible that he has engraved our names in the palm of his hand, that he knows how many hairs there are on our heads, that he counts our tears, and that he even knew us before we were born. You are known by God, and he calls your name. Jesus has an invitation for every one of us, no matter our age, no matter how many times we've been to church, he has an invitation for every one of us to meet with him and to spend time with him like Zacchaeus did. We might not be able to have tea, but he invites us into his presence every time we pray or sit quietly with our hearts turned towards him. Do you welcome Jesus gladly, like Zacchaeus? What is your response 
to his presence, to his offer of friendship. Perhaps Stephen and Kirsty could come back. Friendship with Jesus means that you are included in God's family. You're given a place like Jesus, a child of God. The Bible calls the things we do, the, the things that we do wrong, sin. But Jesus' friendship brings forgiveness for our sins and a way to change sin, being even having any power in our lives. Jesus also gives us a hope and a certainty for our future lives beyond the ones that we live here on earth. Like Zacchaeus, it is impossible to spend time in Jesus' presence and not be changed in some way. Friendship with Jesus always creates a response. Being in Jesus' presence changed Zacchaeus. It changed his attitude towards his belongings, from what he could get to what he could give. It changed his attitude towards people, no longer selfishly storing up things for himself, but wanting to take care of those in need. His encounter changed his focus, his intentions, and his behaviors. It was a radical transformation. Not because Jesus stood there and told him off, or listed all the things he'd done wrong, but because Jesus called him by name and wanted to spend time with him. Is Jesus your friend? What's your response to his offer of friendship? Have you been changed by your friendship with Jesus? We're gonna spend a few minutes inviting Jesus through the Holy Spirit to meet us right now. And I've got some little cards here, kids, they're just here. You can grab one of those. Adults, you can grab one too, or you can make a note on your phone perhaps if you want to. We've got a slide, these are the questions. Jesus knows your name. Jesus wants to be your friend. How will you respond to Jesus? And you can just jot down in your phone what your response is or on one of these pieces of paper. It may be something that you want to start doing. It might be something you want to stop doing. You might want to tell God about how much you love him or how thankful you are or what you need him to do to help you. Sometimes we can only hear what God is saying when we are still and we take a moment to be quiet in our bodies. So I'm gonna do that first for a few minutes. So you can listen to what Jesus might be saying to you, and then I'm going to pray. And then afterwards, if anyone wants to share what they're saying to Jesus, and I would love to hear from you, and I know it would encourage other people as well. So let's just take a minute to be quiet and still in our bodies and listen to what Jesus is saying.
Lord Jesus, thank you for being the best friend any of us could ever want or need. Thank you that you know each of us by name and you invite us into your presence to experience your love and be changed by you. Holy Spirit, would you speak to our hearts this morning? In Jesus' name, amen. Would anybody be brave and share their response to God? There's no pressure, but if there's anybody who shared something on their piece of paper or wrote it down, a response, and they'd be prepared to say it, That's nice. I say, I said, I love you, Jesus. I will spend more time with you. quite scary talking into a microphone, isn't it? <gasps> Did you have something to say? from the street. Thank you, Jesus, for being my friend and for giving me wonderful friends here on earth. I couldn't cope without you and them. Amen. And that's from Rebecca. Anybody else? Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing. And if anybody would like to receive prayer, then Alan and I are here. And, uh, or you can ask someone that you trust or someone you came with to pray for you. Did you have something to say now? Uh, I got to show So we're going to hand back over to the band now. Thank you, kids. You've been amazing this morning. And uh, we're going to respond to Jesus with worship, but it's not too late. There's no, there's no time limit. So if you've got something else you want to say, you come and tell me, or you can ask someone to pray for you. Do you feel free to stand or just stay as you are?
God speak to you today and you want prayer, you can contact the church pastoral team on email on pastoral at stsavs.org.